The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for what will be a very fascinating an insightful interview as to why 2015 can be the very best year for you. And I want to mention a very happy birthday to my dear, dear friend, John Kane today, sending lots of love and joy uh, as you celebrate your day, John. And first, we begin the show with the empowering concept of the boomerang effect and simply stated the boomerang effect is what you put out in your life is equal to what you get back. So my question today regarding the boomerang effect uh, for you specifically is what energy are you putting out to the world to share your gifts and talents? One of my very favorite things to do to help people understand uh, is that we all have a very important purpose while we're here on earth. And our job is to know our purpose and to share it with as many people as we can. So please take a moment to ask yourself, what energizes you? What really makes you feel alive? What really makes you feel connected? What just totally brings you joy? These are very important clues to direct you to your gifts and talents. I love exploring the opportunity to look at gifts and talents and how to meaningfully use those gifts and talents while you're here. So if you ask what your gifts and talents are, um, you will definitely receive guidance as to how to use them. So today I sit here and share with you that um, my mom's health has been challenged of late and I ask all of you, my kind listening audience, that you join me in holding a boomerang for her in a place of peace and ease as she walks through her days here. And I say this because my mom has always spoken to me about utilizing my gifts. She and I have had many conversations over the years about what I've been given to give here and how I will serve others. Now, her gift was a gift of healing. She was a doctor of nephropathy, and she offered healing to thousands and thousands of people in her lifetime. She never turned anyone uh, in need, uh, anyone away for people that have been in need of healing. Um, as a doctor of nephropathy, her hands were used. That, they, that was her vessel of healing. So please join me in offering peace and healing to her today. That would be really remarkable. 
So thank you. I appreciate that. And now to our very fascinating topic for today. Today's uh, interview is entitled 15. And we're joined by our very special guest, Pastor Bill Jenkins. Welcome, Pastor Bill. We're very happy to have you on the show today. Oh, well, thanks for having me. It's a joy. And uh, we're sending out good wishes to your mom as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Now, let me give you a quick introduction, Pastor Bill, before we dive into our very uh, meaty topic today. Pastor Bill Jenkins is the founder and senior pastor of Church of Acts in Indianapolis, Indiana, and is also the host of Generation Acts, which is a weekly television broadcast on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. The Indiana Minority Business Magazine has recognized Pastor Bill as a man of distinction, and he's also received the Mayor's Community Service Award, so highly regarded within this community in Indianapolis there. He is considered by others as a leading prophetic voice with the ability to encourage others through the power of the Word of God. He is the author of four books with his new release, 15, which gives the number 15 in the Bible a prophetic voice to release a vision for success in 2015. Now, Pastor Bill, you and I spoke about your book release and um, about how this all kind of came about. So can you share the idea with our listeners for about this concept 15 and how it came to fruition? Well, sure. The basic idea came forth in that every year what I do is I want to release some kind of vision for the year for my church. But this year it seemed to be a little bit more important to begin to release it to a bigger audience other than my church. And so I actually went into my closet, and uh, it was on December the 1st, and five days later, without even really realizing it, spending 18 to 20 hours a day in there, I came out and had a 150-page book that really revolved around this number 15. And tell the listeners, Pastor Bill, about this number 15 and how many times it's mentioned in the Bible and how you came about this concept of why 2015 really has potential to have this vision of success for people? Well, I really felt directed of the Lord to go and to study this number. You know, with it being 2015, I figured that 15 had some kind of significance, and I knew that other numbers had meaning in the Bible, but I really didn't expect to find the number 15 42 times in the Bible. And so it really kind of shocked me when I realized that 42 times this so-called what I would know as a hidden number, is mentioned in the Bible, and I just figured it had to have a message for us to release in our lives for 2015. Yeah, and it, because really some of the th- numbers that you think of when you think about significant numbers in the Bible, 3 or 7 or 12, so what, what really inspired you to look at the number 15? I know you got the idea and, and the concept, obviously, from the Lord. Um, tell me a little bit about that process and what you, how you followed through on that. Well, what I did was I just began to just get alone. I began to look in the Bible and begin to research the times that this 
15 was used. When I began to find out what the number 15 meant, even in Hebrew, uh, it began to really open my eyes. If you take the word 15 that's mentioned in the Bible, it comes from two Hebrew letters, and it simply means the letters are Yod and Hey. So Y-O-D and then Hey, H-E-Y. And then when you put them together, it represents the outpouring or the outworking of the Holy Spirit. It really is in direct reference to the hand of God moving on the earth. And so I thought, you know, there's a message here that God wants to release. The hand of God wants to move in our lives. He wants to direct things. He wants to position us in a place for success. And so it really just began to stick out to me, the very meaning of those two Hebrew letter, letters that make up that uh, number 15. Got it. And that is really fascinating that, um, you know, the, the connection with the Hebrew meaning of it. And so that's really what inspired you was, was to take a look at uh, the meaning in Hebrew and how it related to the hand of God. And, and, then, and then you began to formulate this concept and idea. Is that right? Yeah, when I, when I first began, I had no idea this was going to be a book. I just really thought I was writing a sermon. And so, to my surprise, it just kept going and going. I'm an old-school author, I guess, is what you would call me. I don't deal with the computers too well. I just took a pen and a piece of paper, began to write things down. And when I found that meeting to the number 15, I just kept on writing and writing and writing this. I continued to research what that number 15 revolved around. So tell us what the number 15, how is it important in today's world? Well, it's everywhere. It really is. I think we don't really understand and realize that we bypass things. Things aren't as significant maybe as what, you know, uh, we first have an inclination to kind of receive. But I begin to think, where is 15 used? If you look in the sports world, 15 is connected to tennis. It's the very first point that's scored in a game. Backgammon begins with 15, you know, checkers on each side. Pool or backgammon, 15 numbered balls. The NFL, which we just had a big, you know, weekend here uh, with the NFL, has, um, you know, a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. Well, unsportsmanlike has uh, 15 letters in it, and when you get an unsportsmanlike penalty, it's a 15-yard penalty. Uh, they have four 15-minute quarters, and uh, if you just look at the word Seattle Seahawks, guess how many letters? They won the game 15 letters. So, I mean, even every area, baseball, 15 teams in the National, 15 teams in the American League. If you look in government, it's connected to the president. The president has 15 members of his executive department, which we know as his cabinet. And so on and on, this number 15 began to pop up, whether it be sports, government, entertainment. And it really began to just, you know, catch me, just begin to drive me to know more about it, find out more about it, and see how it applied to our daily lives. And so fascinating. I know you and I spoke about that. And um, it, it really brought awareness to me, Pastor Bill. And, you know, I, I told you when we spoke earlier about your book that I'm a huge sports fan. And I know you're a, a, a diehard Chicago Cubs fan uh, from yes. Chicago. And um, what I noticed, and I wanted to point this out to you and to our listening audience, is that um, 
that John Fox was just hired as the Chicago Bears head coach, and he's the 15th coach in Chicago Bears history hired in 2015. So let's look at that as some real success significance <laughs> coming coming forward here. How about that? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. When you're a Cub fan, a Bear <laughs> fan, a Bull fan, a Chicago fan, we got to latch on to any positive thing we possibly can. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, we'll we're still we still have hope with the Bulls and the Hawks this year. So I know they've gone through the Bulls a little bit of a rough ride here, but um, we're planning on building momentum for the final months of the season here. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, what about individual numbers or other numbers? I know you have this fascination with really looking at where 15 exists all around and how that validates this whole concept of um, creating this vision of success in 2015. What about other numbers? Um, do they have hidden meanings or messages within them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what most people don't understand is there's approximately 31,000 scriptures in the entire Bible. 66 books, 31,000 scriptures, and one out of six scriptures references a number. So numbers are significant, and they have a message that I believe can provide us a greater understanding when we know what that number in that scripture may mean. For instance, the number one is all about absolute singleness or unity. Uh, the number two is about agreement. You know, there's power when we agree together. The number three is a number of completeness. Four is an earthly number. You have four seasons, four directions. So every time you see four in the Bible, it's an earthly number. It relates to something in soil, earth, something uh, in that regard. Number five is an interesting number, and that is a number of grace. And so whenever you see five, it always represents and reflects grace to us, where God is giving his, us his grace. Six is the number of man. Seven is the number of God. Eight is the number of new beginning. Nine is the number of the fruit of the Spirit. Ten is the number of earthly or manly government. And then 12 would be that number of godly government. So those are just a few numbers, but every number has a significant meaning in the Bible. So wouldn't it make sense then, with that being the case, that there's really, uh, there's probably significance to, to looking every single year at what is possible and where this power exists as we look through and, have, and receive guidance within the Bible? I believe so. I, I, you know, I'm not into numerology or something like that. I'm not just casting something out. It really has a purpose. Every word in the Bible, I believe, is an inerrant, inspired, infallible word of God. And so when you look at those numbers, when you see its significance, I really believe they can set us up for success and really create a greater understanding between us and the Lord and our reason for even being here on this earth. So have you unveiled this vision of success uh, to your church? Yes, every New Year's we begin to have an all-night prayer meeting. I begin to cast some of that stuff out, and I spend the first month or two just going over this vision, you know, not trying to give everybody too much, but just piece by piece. And then what I do is I'll spend the entire year revolving around what the theme or the message of that vision for that year may be. So it's an important thing for us because it helps us to develop a plan, whether it be for our children, our youth, our adults, or senior adults, the outreaches that we have. 
it helps us to develop a plan on how we're going to reach out, how we're going to connect, how we're going to help minister and really make a difference in our community through the vision that we present to our people. So what what I and the reason why I asked that question, Pastor Bill, is because I think what's really significant and important here to remember is that um, some of our listening audience, they, you know, they're in charge of running businesses. They are business owners in charge of teams. And they, too, can take this vision of success as you're speaking to to deliver a message of how to take action and have success in 2015. Would you agree oh, yes. with that? Yes, absolutely, because I don't want this message to just be for the Christian community. I don't want it just to just be for the church. I do a lot of things, whether it be coaching for the people who may be Christians, coaching for people in businesses, uh, in the secular environment. I believe that there's a plan for success for them. And so this is something that I believe can go I- anywhere. It can go to any people. This is a word that we're casting out that I truly believe can make a difference in anybody's life who's willing to put into practice some great principles, they can experience some great success. So what I think would be really fun to do, we're going to have to take a quick break here in a minute, but what I think would be really fun to do is to talk about when we come back, Pastor Bill, some of the application of this vision of this successful year, 2015, and how our listeners can apply it in their lives and in their worlds to garner this level of success that you're speaking about. Um, and, and so I would love to really come back and talk more about the application of these principles, okay? Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Okay, so we are talking with Pastor Bill Jenkins, and it's his book is entitled 15. And real quick, Pastor Bill, where can we get the book? Well, you can get the book, www.churchofacts.org. That's my church website. Or you can go to Amazon or ebook Kindle, eBay, or you can even go to Barnes & Noble website. So those places right now are uh, places that you can get uh, my book, 15, by Bill Jenkins. 15. And we might need to add a few more places just to add that up to 15, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to be right back with Pastor Bill Jenkins. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. 
follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN. The Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. I am joined by Pastor Bill Jenkins, and we're talking about his latest book, 15. And the fascinating thing about his book is that he locked himself up in a closet on December 1st and did some research about the number 15 and its significance as he was preparing the vision of his church for 2015 and um, found out there are there were so many references to 2015 in the Bible and then created this vision of success. So before break, uh, Pastor Bill, we talked a little bit about um, sharing with the listeners how to apply some of these success principles so that they can take advantage of uh, really um, working in 2015, and I, and I suppose working with their gifts and talents, whatever those may be, and I do believe strongly that each person is put here on earth to offer those gifts and talents to the world in whatever capacity they can and whatever way they ha- they can. Um, so we were talking about how do we apply it. So what are some of the things, Pastor Bill, that you suggest to people about taking full advantage of this year and using their gifts and talents to apply these principles? Well, the first thing I want everybody to know is that everybody has a gift. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done, how bad you've been. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. You have a gift. You know, there's still some people who don't believe the world is round, but whether they believe it or not, it still is. And so you have a gift. So when you understand that, well, I'll tell you what, that's, I think, one of the first hurdles that all of us need to get over. And one of the things that I do in my book is I go through every chapter 15 in the Bible. So every book that has a chapter 15, I begin to look at it and begin to see what it reveals. I'm not telling it what it says. It's telling me what it says. And so some of the things, the, the, the first thing that we can do is when we see these things, begin to make application of it in our, in our lives. I always tell people this, knowledge is input, wisdom is output. So we get a lot of knowledge, but we can't really be wise until we make application of that knowledge. There's a lot of people who know, but there's not a lot of people who put that into action and actually do it. And so you've you got to take these things and you've got to make application of them and apply them to your life. When you look at these chapter 15s, these books that have a chapter 15 in the Bible, you'll see that the first 
chapter 15 is Genesis 15. And there was a great man, great man of faith by the name of uh, Abraham, who was given a promise, but he began to doubt that promise was going to come to pass. He was getting older, and he knew that he wasn't going to live forever, and he had gotten a lot. The Lord had really placed a lot in his hand, and he was wondering where in the world he was going to pass on all this greatness to. And he had a great servant, and at that time, if he was to die, that's exactly who it would have been transferred to. But he was believing for an heir. God had promised him a son, but he was doubting that. And so what I say in my book is, if you're doubting some of these promises, if you're doubting some of the gifts that you've got, if you're doubting some of the things, uh, you know, that are placed and put inside of you, some of the skills, abilities, talents that are already there, then you need to go back and remember, you're not the one who gave it to yourself. God's the one who gave it to you to begin with. And you need to just allow God to reaffirm the fact that he's the one that gave it. He gave it not just so you can be famous, but so that as you faithfully use it, you can make a difference in other people's lives. Because I'm a firm believer. We have gifts not for us, but we have gifts in order to help other people. So that's one thing that I believe we can do is apply the application of the truth to their life. And even in Genesis 15, the first chapter 15 of the Bible, understand that God wants to reaffirm some things in your life and let you know that, you know what, you are valuable, you are worth something, you do have gifts, and you can make a difference. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I, I love that. One one thing that I do, I know I mentioned this to you, Pastor Bill, um, when I spoke with you prior to the interview, is that I have a report called the Berkman Report. It's a great motivational tool. It's not a psychological assessment, but it's a motivational tool to help people perform at their peak. And it really does a great job of outlining your God-given gifts and talents on paper, and um, and it, it shows you what energizes you, what drains you, what you're really gifted at. And what I found with people is as they integrate whatever job they have or if they are an entrepreneur looking to create and utilize their gifts and talents more, it, none of that matters, but when they can actually see it and understand it, it helps them to really own it. And as they own it, then they can see ways to take those gifts and talents and deliver them. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about the Berkman Report. There's, there's many things that it can tell us, but, um, but, but the overarching emphasis on it is here's your gifts and talents. Now let's look at how you can utilize them. And so breaking it down, I break it down with my clients. And if they're in a current role or position, we look at their current role and how they can effectively impact their role by using their gifts and talents. And it's quite an effective way of working with people to deepen that skill set that they have to make and make and create a greater meaning to the work that they do. And I feel like it ties them into whatever work, work and capacity they do and, and whatever it is that they are desiring because it doesn't put any emphasis on material goals at all. It, it takes the emphasis and it focuses it internally on how to really shine the diamond of the gifts that they have and that they've been given and gifted. Um, you know, so- and, and, and I think you even said at the beginning of the show, and one thing that we always do with people when we help to 
have them assess themselves to see where they're at because some folks don't believe they have gifts or they don't know what their gift is. And one thing we do very simply is we ask them, what do you love, what do you hate, and what do you grieve for? And so if you ask and answer those three questions, honestly, you can really get a great idea of what you've been called to make a difference, help, heal, and to bless others with by just asking yourself, what do I love? You know, what do I hate? And then what do I grieve for? What bothers me? What causes me to shed a tear? Because if you're shedding tears, if you're bothered by something, you may have been called to help bring healing to that situation. Yeah, that's a great point. Sure. And and what's been interesting for me, Pastor Bill, in doing the radio show um, is that I've had such a variety and diverse group of guests over these past several months that I've been doing, many months that I've been doing the show. And what's so fascinating in each case of each person that comes on the show that has some degree of adversity, that adversity is actually the catalyst to what makes them successful or it brings forth their gift. So Absolutely. And you know, I, one thing, when you said that, I just thought, make your pain work for you. Make your past problems work for you and don't waste it. Don't waste your problems. Don't waste your pain. Don't waste your past. Use it as really a platform to thrust you forward. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, if you look at it, um, I I love the quote, and I have it on my desk, there's a seed of grace in every difficulty. And if you look for the seed of grace in the pain, or if you look through the for the seed of grace in the difficulty, that is what can be leading you and guiding you to your gift. Um, so I remember years and years ago, uh, uh, coaching a woman who was a personal trainer, and she was um, she was really very upset about the fact that after her firstborn child, she had a lot of excess fluid that she couldn't get rid of. It wasn't weight because she wasn't overeating or it was not weight, but it was fluid. And one of the things that we talked about was what this could possibly be opening her up to. And um, she ended up finding the ancient art of cupping, which is lymphatic drainage, Chinese uh, healing art form. And that's been around for thousands of years. And she's very gifted at that now. And so that's that excess fluid is exactly what led her into uh, really honing this skill and creating a business opportunity for herself. So that's, uh, that's I think, a really important thing and a, an important message to impart to our listening audience is that uh, oftentimes those obstacles contain seeds of grace for you to uh, reveal your gifts and talents to the world. Yes, I, I believe that. I believe every obstacle is an opportunity to really thrust you into a new realm. Everybody talks about wanting to go to a higher level, deeper place, all of this stuff, but sometimes we don't want to get there. We don't want to get thrusted to that place by pain, but sometimes it's going to take that. I always tell people, even embrace your enemies, because your enemies are really, they're more important than your friends. You know, uh, your, your friends are there to comfort you, but I think we forget that our enemies are there for us really to promote us. And so when you learn how to handle 
bad things, adversity, you know, attacks, your enemies, and you do it in the right and proper way, they have the potential to thrust you to a place you can never get to by just hanging out with your friends. So don't let things bring you down. Allow these things to be turned around and set you up for great success in your life. Beautiful. So, Pastor Bill, what are the five main themes that the number 15 has set us up for success in 2015? Well, the five main things that the number 15 revolves around, and when it's mentioned those 42 times in the Bible, every mention revolves around these five things. The first thing is that I believe it's a year of rest. The first or the 15th time that Noah is mentioned in the Scripture is Genesis 7-7, and it refers to Noah and his family and how they entered the ark because of the water that had rose from the flood. The Bible said that it actually rose 15 cubics, but because they had an ark or a place of rest, they did not, uh, they, they were not feeling, you know, the pressures of that flood. And so I don't believe it's going to be a problem free year in 2015, but I do believe it's a year when God's going to help you find your ark, your place of rest, that place where you can go into and find comfort in the middle of the storm. The storm still may come, but I believe there's a safe place you're going to find in the presence of the Lord in this life in 2015. Elijah had a cave, Jesus had a garden, and Noah had the ark, and I believe we're going to find that special place to bring us encouragement in the face of life's difficulties in 2015. It's also a year of addition and extension, where I believe God is adding things to our lives. There's a great story in the Bible of a king by the name of Hezekiah, who the Bible says in the 14th year received a death sentence. God actually sent a prophet to knock on his door and to tell him that he was supposed to get his affairs in order because he was about to die. And Hezekiah didn't get mad at God, he didn't get mad at the message, and he didn't get mad at the messenger, he just simply prayed, and he prayed such an intense, fervent prayer that God changed his mind, and before the prophet got to the middle of the court, God sent him back to tell Hezekiah that not only was he not going to die in his 14th year as king, but that he was going to receive a 15-year extension. So your 2014 may have handed you a death sentence. You may have lost somebody you love, gone through a divorce. You may have had a bankruptcy. You may have gone through some difficult relational situations, but whatever your 2014 handed you, I believe God's going to turn things around in 2015, begin to extend and add to your life. So those are just two of the five that I believe set us up for success in this coming year. And then uh, what about the other three? The other three is, I believe it's the year of the church. The number one time that 15 is used is in direct relation to the uh curtains and the different furniture in the tabernacle or in the sanctuary. So I tell people this is a year when the church needs to not just stay in the four walls of their building, but go out, make a difference, do something that's going to bring change. Don't just go out there and beat up somebody upside the head and tell them about Jesus, but show them the love of Jesus in 2015. I also say that it's the year of the godsend. The Bible tells us that John the Baptist came on the scene in the 15th year of Tiberius Caesar. Now, John the Baptist turned the tide. He shifted the momentum. He was a man sent from God, and his name was John. Well, I believe that this is a year when we need to identify the difference between our God sends 
and our thorns in the flesh. There's always two kinds of people. There's people who are going to irritate you, aggravate you, and then there's the other people, those God sends, that will elevate you. When John the Baptist came on the scene, he came on the scene after 400 years of darkness, from the end of the old to the beginning of the new, there were 400 years. Those 400 years were known as the dark ages or the dark years because the voice of God had not been written down or recorded. But when John the Baptist came, he shifted things. So I believe it's a year when you're going to come into divine contact with people. God's going to send people in your life. You may not be everybody's reward, but you will be somebody's reward. And so be looking for God to send you the right people. I mean, I don't care where it is. You may be single. You may be out there believing for a spouse. You don't have to go looking. God will send it to you. And so when he sends it, have your eyes open. John the Baptist was received by somebody who was rejected by others because they didn't like maybe what he uh, said or what he ate or how he acted. But as they received him, they were able to go to another level because of his presence. So God is sending people into your life, divine connections that are going to elevate you. And then the last thing that I say 2015 is, is it's a year of deliverance where God is going to deliver you from some things. Maybe you've had some bad habits. Maybe you've tried hard to get rid of it, but you still can't get rid of it. Well, I believe it's your God is going to deliver you and really give you the ability to go beyond just, you know, um, uh, just willpower and have some spirit power to say no to some things you ought to say no to and yes to some things you ought to say yes to. But I also believe God is delivering things to us. So he's not just delivering us from, he's delivering us into things. So look for your package, look for your promise, look for some good things to arrive and knock on your door. You know, whenever you have a package, they have they give you delivery, they give you tracking. You can see where that package is at. Sometimes we feel like maybe our our promises and, you know, the, 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 the good things that we have and we're waiting for are not going to come to pass. Well, I tell people, check that tracking again. You're going to see that not only is that package out for delivery, but it's a year when those promises are going to come to pass. Some of those things you've been waiting on and you've been thinking, well, they're not going to happen. It's only been delayed, but it hasn't been denied. 2015 is a year that your package is out for delivery. It's about to knock on your door, and I believe it's going to bring the greatest success that you've ever experienced in your life. That's a wonderful message, and, and it brings so much hope. And I think it really starts, wouldn't you agree, Pastor Bill, with being clear about if if it is, for example, you know, uh, your ideal mate that you're looking for or, um, you know, overcomer, uh, overcoming some uh, some habit or some addiction or something of, of that nature, that you really have to start with being clear about asking for it if that's something that you're looking to uh, have happen in 2015. Would you agree? Yeah. Yes, look and be specific, you know. Uh, you know, call things, you know, sometimes I have a little dog, she's five pounds, she thinks she's a hundred, but she, you know, has a mind of her own sometimes. For instance, when I call her, her name is Bellarina, so when I say, come here, Bell, Bell, come here, she doesn't listen to me. You know, I, I've got to remember, always keep her on the leash so I can have somewhat of control over this little five-pound dog, because if I just let her out and I call her, she don't come, but I love her so much, I call her until she comes. Well, that's what I'm telling people. Call things until they come. Call things that are not as though they were. Don't get discouraged. Don't think delay, delaying means denying. Just keep trusting. Keep having faith. Get a little bit of hope and know that hope is a prerequisite to faith. If I can get you a little bit of hope, then you can have faith to believe that you can call things that are not until they come. Call those things until they arrive. Don't get discouraged. Don't get down. But keep calling them because they will come into your life. 
Yeah, and and that message of hope is clearly evident throughout your book, the the uh, book fifteen. We've got to take another quick break. We'll be right back with Pastor Bill Jenkins. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. And we're speaking with Pastor Bill Jenkins today. He is the author of his new, very exciting book, 15. And... If you do have any questions for Pastor Bill, I would encourage you to give us a call and uh, and ask your questions of Pastor Bill. And I want to ask you, Pastor Bill. I know, um, I know you've got so much hope and so much enthusiasm about what is possible this year in 2015 for people. Um, what do you say to people that may say to themselves? Well, yeah, that's good for everybody else, but it may not work for me. Those those people, I know you talked about doubting. What do you say to those people that doubt and really have a hard time grasping the idea that this is a year that they can expect greatness in their lives? Well, what I say to them is I definitely understand how people can be suspicious and how can doubt, you know, how doubt can creep in because you know, in, in life sometimes isn't all that, you know, we want it to be. And, and, and there's so many people out there that are trying to fill our minds with things. And we get to the point where it's just like blah, 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 blah. But I'm not just trying to give you my philosophy or 
give you what I think can feel better. I'm really giving you some principles that I think can make a difference in your life. And I can only help you if you are willing to help yourself. And so give it a chance. You know, try something. You're going to have faith in something. You know, when you sat down in a chair today, you didn't think to yourself, well, I just maybe I weigh a few too much pounds and maybe this chair ain't going to hold me. You sat down without thinking it. And don't have more faith in a chair than you have faith in some tangible things like God, like His Word, the principles of truth, and these good things that I'm bringing forth. So take a chance. Risk something. I dare you. I double-dog dare you to take a chance and just to believe in something and see if it won't work for you in 2015. I double-dog dare you. That's a good one, Pastor Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and I think one of the things that I really love to do when when I am looking at, okay, what's next or what what action step should I take? I do ask for guidance on that. Um, You know, I I ask for guidance to say, hey, what's the action step necessary to get whatever it is that, you know, if I'm being led and guided to do something, I ask for that. Or even confirmations of, hey, is this, is this, um, something that I need to consider or that I should do. And I, I always share that um, concept of the radio show with, with the listeners because it was clearly something for me that I was not going to do. I, w- I told my husband, no way, I am not a radio show host. But I sat in my office in silence and I asked if this was something that I was being led and guided to do. And that is when... I probably, Pastor Bill, I probably had 15 signs and signals that came up. I just want you to know. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I go back and count them, I'm sure I could count uh, 15 of them. But, um, but I think that's, that's a really important uh, uh, element to all of this is asking for that help or support or confirmation or guidance or, or whatever the case may be. Would you agree with that? Yes, and if you don't have the strength If you don't have the belief, that's where I believe this is a year when God is going to connect you with somebody. I may be the connection. You may be the connection. It may be a family family member, friend, associate, neighbor. I don't know, but keep your eyes open. We've got enough people in our lives who are thorns in the flesh. They irritate us. They aggravate us. They want us to stay on their level. They're content with being who they are. You've got to make a decision to be sick and tired of being sick and tired and do something different. And you've got to self-motivate your You've got to be willing to do something different. If you want something different, do something different. I'm offering you a plan through this book, 15, to help really thrust you to a new area of your life. You don't have to stay stuck where you're at. There is hope for your future. God has a great plan for you, but you have to cooperate, do your part, work with Him in order to make some of these things happen. Yeah, great point, because you do, you do have to be an active participant in your life for this work to happen through you and for you, right? Yeah, you've got to be a part of it. You know, usually when people come in for counseling or I do some kind of coaching with people, there's usually a reason why they're coming in. You know, they're not just coming in because, you, you know, they just uh, want to be better. Sometimes bad things happen. So if you've gone through some bad times and you're just tired of going through that, then make a decision that this is a time at the beginning of this year to step up, do something different, make application of some truth to your life, and just see if it works. If it doesn't work, hey, go back to the way you were. But I believe as you apply these truths, I believe it's going to bring true change and release some great prosperity in your life in this coming year. 
Yeah, definitely. And really, what's what's um, such a clear indicator to me, Pastor Bill, is that you know you you started designing and creating the vision for the church in. Uh, December on December 1st and then all of a sudden that just really spilled into a 150 page book that was completed in five days clearly because it was you were so energized and inspired to say hey this isn't just something for the church other people need to hear this message other people you know I want to share this with other people to give that message of hope out to others right Right. Too many people have gone through such a tough time the past few years. You know, just with the economy, so many sacrifices have had to be made. So many things have, you know, had to be downsized. So many people have lost their job or, you know, they're not making as much. And so it has a way of just wearing out our minds. And so I really feel like this book is just the beginning of things that are going to begin to shift and turn and set things up for you to have a better, more prosperous, blessed 2015. You know, I I really believe with everything inside of me, you know, that this message is not just a message that I'm getting, but I'm seeing that it's a message that other people are getting. And so the word that I got is simply being confirmed by other people's words that things are changing around. Look at the gas prices. I mean, a few months ago, they're $4. Now here in Indiana, they're under 2 I know in Chicago, they're probably a little bit higher. But you know yes. what? The fact of the matter is it's lower. Things are turning. I mean, people are going to begin to see that not only are the gas prices, but the economy, the job market, things are going to begin to turn around, open up, and it's going to be a great year for them and for people that they know in 2015. And didn't you mention to me earlier uh, when we spoke before the interview that um, there were 115 jobs that were released in Indianapolis? Wasn't that one of the indications for you as well? Yeah, we have a great relationship with the mayor, and um, I I, I love the mayor. I think he has a, a kind fondness towards me. And, uh, but I don't make decisions for the city. And just the other day, after my book was published, he released that we were going to add 115 new police officers on the street. So we're adding 150 police officers to our police force. I just thought, wow, that's amazing. It could have been 114, 116, but it was 115. And so it's not a number we're trusting in, but the number is releasing a message. The number is releasing a vision. The number is giving us some principles that as we believe, as we expect, as we look forward to these things, I believe they're going to happen and come forth in our lives. Sure. And with that belief, with that, I would say your conviction really does come through, Pastor Bill. That, that's very evident in the interview. Um, but with that belief, that is really such a driving force for knowing. It, you say, you're saying, I know this to be true. I know this is going to happen. And so that conviction is really driving it. And it's almost causing kind of the snowball effect with other people. And with that, Pastor Bill, what do you think we as a society can do to empower others uh, with this, this message of hope to create that vision of success in 2015? Well, I don't think we can transfer anything to others that we don't have in ourselves. So I think we've got to let 
and allow things to happen inside of us. So until we open up our hearts, receive it, and allow the message to really have an impact on our life, we're not going to be able to impact others. Listen, if you don't believe in something, you'll never be able to convince others of what you believe in. I believe we can convince people of an error that we believe in. We may be wrong, but if we're convinced of it, others might believe in that. And so we have to be convinced of things. We have to believe in something. We have to have hope. This is a day, a time when a lot of our hope has been taken, lost, and gone. But I really believe that this is a year. I'm convinced. I'm convicted by the fact that this is a year when God wants to turn things around. So have a little hope. Buy into something. Believe this. Just grasp it. You don't have to buy into it hook, line, and sinker. I'm not trying to get you to drink the Kool-Aid. I'm just trying to get you to get a little bit of hope, because if a little bit of hope can enter, then I believe you can have a whole lot of faith, because hope is a prerequisite to faith. Nobody can have faith until you have hope. But if you have a little bit of hope, then you can have a whole lot of faith. The Bible says that it's faith that's what's necessary to move the hand of God. So if I can get you to have a little bit of hope, then you can have the potential to have a little bit of faith. Then you can move the hand of God, allow this to work, and then you can transfer what you receive. Because there's nothing better than a first-hand revelation. If something happens good for you, if you like a steak at a certain steakhouse, you're going to tell other people, well, if something works for you, what are you going to do? Go tell. You're going to transfer it. You're going to begin to share with other people. So let it happen in you first, and then guess what? It'll be transferred to other people. And then one by one, we can begin to make a difference. Absolutely. And isn't that the, isn't that the Latin root of enthusiasm is of or relating to God? So that message of enthusiasm, as it builds within yourself, then obviously it can be transferred to others. You've got to be full of God. That's what it means, one full of God. So if you're full of something, you know, uh, then you're going to just have it bubble out of you. It's just going to come out. It's just going to ooze out of you. And what's oozing out of you? Negativity, criticism, jealousy. What's oozing out of you? I think those things we need to begin to deal with, allow God to do a work in our heart, and change those negative things to some good things so we can spill out some great stuff in this coming year. Well, wouldn't it be exciting, I think, to to really consider ourselves as somebody that can transfer a message of hope to other people? I mean, that's really what the the whole concept of my radio show here is. It's it is it's about hope and empowerment and possibility so that people can take action for themselves. And then then the idea is give it away. The whole the concept of the boomerang is to throw it out to other people and to th- you know, as you throw it out to yourself, you throw it out to other people. Hope, love, faith, encouragement, all of those things. It's all the process and all of the um, message. And what's beautiful about it, Pastor Bill, is that it's been delivered in so many different ways week after week after week. And in your method and, and in your research and the homework that you've done to really see and say, hey, here's something to grasp uh, onto that's positive and that can really create change. And it doesn't have, you don't have to be alone in it. You know, if you've got God working in and through you, then uh, that, that's all the power that you need. Wouldn't you agree? 
Yes, that's what we need. I always tell people instruction plus involvement equals growth. So you got to get the instruction, but then you got to get involved. You got to give back. And then when you do that, then you equal growth. If you have God on your side, listen, the potential possibilities are endless. So allow God to do a work in your heart. Allow him to change things that need to be changed, but then allow him to bring things into your life that I believe can, you know, cause great things to happen. So no matter what situation you're in, how hopeless it may feel, I believe God is able to take it, turn it around, and bring something good out of it for you if you'll just put your trust in him. Yes, I believe you are correct. And I want to encourage all of our listeners to pick up Pastor Bill Jenkins' book, 15. You can get it at Amazon. You can get it at uh, uh, on Kindle. There's so many different ways. Just use your, uh, uh, your Google ki- Click on it and uh, pick up the book and make sure that you read it. So because um, if we have hope, then our society is really going to um, turn around and and make it's going to be a whole different uh, world that we live in um, starting today. So, Pastor Bill, it's been really wonderful to have you on the show today. We are out of time. And so I want to give you my heartfelt thanks for joining us and sharing your message with us today. Thank you very much. It's a joy to be on your program, and you're the kind of people that makes this world a better place. So God bless you. Thank you, and God bless you. And all, as always, we give our grateful hearts uh, to the courageous men and women who serve our country. Thank you so very much for your service and dedication to our country. And I thank our listeners for joining us on our show today. And uh, keep spreading the message of peace, love, and empowerment, and have a very inspired week. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.